or the idea of the meat, like, like can, can, can an Orthodox Jewish girl become bat mitzvah? Can an Orthodox Jewish person once bat mitzvah go to the Torah and do different audits or um, honors? Then you have a conservative where when I was in the synagogue, bat mitzvah was kind of new in the 70s. So we could only read from the temple I belonged to from the Haftor on Saturday. And then a reform, I, I don't remember because I once had a girlfriend who belonged to a reform synagogue. So have the rulings changed through the time? Can an Orthodox child at a synagogue in Houston become a, a girl particularly become bat mitzvah, or is that still reserved for boys only? Do you see where I'm going? Yes, I hear the question. So um, I'm going to say my answer, and I think uh, I'll say it in a way that Rabbi Dan will agree. <laughs> That's my goal. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so like this. So factionalism in Judaism is not really new. Uh, we've had, if you look at the books of Josephus, we talk about 2,000 years ago, and the Torah talk, the Talmud talks about this. There were different groups as well. Uh, if you've heard the Pharisees, uh, the Sadducees, these were groups that had different opinions uh, as to what is true, what is Jews and believe, etc., now, uh, it kind of died, and it had a kind of a little rebirth during the Karite movement, the ninth century, whatever, that still exists a little bit today, but it's not really much of a movement. But if you look at the Jewish world 500 years ago, there were really no factions. It was, there was just Judaism and mainstream Judaism, what Judaism had always believed, traditional Judaism. And uh, there, were very, there were individuals that weren't practicing, and there were, obviously there were individuals that, uh, that had gone away, gone astray from faith, of course. But there wasn't any movement that had any other opinion other than what everyone else believed. Uh, in the early 19th century, uh, 19th century, I think, out of the 2,000 uh, individual centuries of, uh, you know, from you know, uh, from the year 2000, from the year zero to the year 2000, I think the 19th century was the worst century for Jewish continuity out of them all. How so? So there's obviously the geopolitical reasons. Uh, the status of the Jew was changing all over Europe. Uh, they were emancipated. They were allowed to, uh, you know, they were allowed to come in contact with the um, the world, allowed to own property, allowed to become citizens, allowed to vote, etc. Uh, the restrictions that the uh, that were placed upon the Jews, the marginalizations, economic uh, and social um, and academic. Um, Marginalizations that were placed on the Jews in Europe for a thousand years were eased, um, first in France and eventually everywhere else. And uh, it was a time where a lot of Jews said, listen, we're out. You know, we want to be part of the greater world. We don't want to be living in a little shtetl, in a little ghetto, in a little pale settlement. settlement. We want to, we want to, we want to you know, maximize our uh, you know, opportunities. And unfortunately, a lot of Jews abandoned Judaism. You know, in the 19th century, we had a quarter of, of, of the Jewish people, um, a quarter of the Jewish people, um, a quarter, I'm sorry, a quarter million Jews converted to Christianity. Um, so that you know, that you know, that's 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 terrible. Like if Jews that because they're provided with no opportunity, they abandoned their Judaism. Uh, so besides for that, there were other movements that uh, that were developed um, in, in Germany. The the Reform movement. Now the Reform movement. It's important to note is it is a very dynamic movement. Uh, it's very adaptive. Uh, so like. Um, I talked to the rabbit earlier. Anything about the, goes. As long as you're still a Jew, you can well, even want God to Well, yeah, but no, but, but, right? no, no, what, um, 
I think on a more uh, big picture, what reform actually believes has changed. And we talked earlier about the Pittsburgh Platform. You can read it online. In, in 1885, the, the reform movement officially was like they had a convention in Pittsburgh and, and, and they officially kind of um, crystallized what they believe. And one of, the, one of the big things was that they don't believe in going back to Israel anymore. Like, so like Every 50 years or so, they do a new platform. Yeah, so it's, it's it's so what reform what reform was or reform is today is very different. So that's why it's important. That's why you to, said adaptive. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, so so in 1885 they said we're not. So they pretty much axed all ritualistic Judaism. It got rid of any mention of, of Jerusalem or Israel um, uh, or the temple or rebuilding use or like Hebrew all that. For, use of Hebrew from prayer was all was all uh, axed from uh, from the liturg- liturgy. Uh, and uh, that changed in, in Columbus. Like we said, Columbus in, 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 thir- 19, in 19, uh, 1937 was where the, they changed. They said, now we do, we, they, do, we, they do adopt uh, Zionism. So Zionism, originally their reform were very anti-Zionist, but that changed. And we know there's a Pittsburgh platform of 1997 where if you read it, it's all about Torah, and it's all about tradition, and it's all about learning. So it, it, so it does change. They went back to my hometown to... Yeah, so if, if you take these two documents, and I just showed it in without the heading, you say, okay, these are two documents uh, describing what uh, people, what, what a group believes, you, would not, you, would, you can't believe it that they're the same, from the same group, because it's really not the same group. One of them is kind of like really abandoning uh, Judaism, traditional Judaism, one of them is embracing it. Uh, that being said, and uh, conservative, the conservative movement was, uh, began as a result, as the backlash of the Pittsburgh platform. It began in 18... 86, because they said that you know this is the reform was was selling out so to speak of traditional uh, Judaism and it was gonna, conservative move was going to conserve that, so it was going to be kind of like halfway between uh, between uh, what they what they viewed as being uh, too radical in in the reform and what being maybe too traditional in the orthodox, and it was kind of kind of you know it was going to straddle the line of uh, observance of halacha yet embracing of a modern world. Uh, but yeah. still, with the yearning of going to Israel and settling in Israel, and yeah, well, conser- the conservative Judaism, I think, this everyone would agree, they have the hardest time kind of straddling both sides of every issue. You know, if you ask a conservative rabbi, say, "Listen, you know, do you have to believe in God?" Uh, he'll say, "I don't know what he'll say." He'll say, "Probably yes," uh, but is the Torah for sure true? He'll say, "Well, even if it isn't, it doesn't matter." That's kind of the line. It's like even if the Torah isn't true, you kind of have to observe it from a more uh, like a custom or traditional perspective. So it's kind of like you have to observe the Torah, even though it may not be true. That means it's a very hard line that they have to walk. And the way the Torah is and, given, you know, yes, and the, the word and that that's right. That's that right. Uh, I don't. I don't know about that. I, I think that. I think that the bridge. This is one of my, my big pet peeves. The bridge is kind of uh, narrowing. I think that if you look at today, I, I once made this argument that the core beliefs of most Jews, most Jews that are practicing, whichever faction they fall into, is that they believe in God, they believe in Torah, they believe in the Jewish mission, they believe in Israel. It means from a philosophical perspective, I really think that there is almost no substantive difference between the different groups. I think the difference is going to be only in practice. Only in practice. They're not like, who says the word of God? Like, I yeah, yeah, you ask God, most, you have some, some you have some. And some people, it's 
inspired by God, and then other people. Say, a lot of that. Torah was written by you and me, done. No. A lot, of, a lot of that is semantics, just how you're presented. A lot of that is also some rabbis want to make a big splash by saying that, by saying, "Oh, the whole Exodus story was nonsense." It's, it's, a, it's a lot of theatrics. But the general population, generally, you ask, you walk into Bethany Shur and you ask, a, pull an average guy, uh, and you say, "Well, do you believe in God? Yes. Do you believe in Torah? Yes. Do you believe in Israel? Yes. Do you believe in the mission? Yes." Most of them will. So, so what's the difference? The difference is more about practice. The difference is narrow. Can I add something to it? Yes. Yes, sorry, I'm sorry. Let let, let me just crystallize this piece and we'll get to it. Can you hold on to it for a second, John? Basically, and I'm going to do a real brief. Basically, each body has sort of a political structure that makes those kinds of decisions and rulings, like the example you mentioned. You drive drive on Shabbat in in order to go to the synagogue. Um, So reform is not anything goes, Reform is a practicing reform. Judaism is a like like Rabbi said, is a particular way of practicing, and it involves a different level of individual choice than than following the halacha. Conservative is meant to be a halachic movement, but they have a very um, a, an intricate way of deciding: is this halachically correct or is it not? And how individuals within each of these movements practice can vary. So. What we really try and do here is make anybody who wants to practice in any way feel as comfortable as possible. But what so, about uh, my question? Yeah, yeah but so, so I want I want to let John get to yeah. get to his thing. But yeah. it's a, I mean that's a whole course. Right. I, you know, it's I, a it's I a whole course. Yeah, but I, I think to add to your point, I think that uh, that's true. I think, but least true amongst the Orthodox, the least. Uh, Organized, probably, and I don't. And they're least um, means because the Orthodox really is not really a new movement. You wouldn't argue that it's kind of like just the traditional mainstream Jews the way it was. And there are more things that are that are set, like like the Shulchan Yeah, right. So right. so it's, it's really not. It's not the only adaptation to Orthodox, or I, I, I hate the term Orthodox. It sounds so backward. But traditional Jewry, Orthodox Jewry, is going to make the only adaptation is just how to view new technology with old principles. The principles are don't change. The principles are immutable. Yeah. Like the principles of the Talmud, even though they were fifteen hundred years ago, well, they're still uh, they're still today. Like, the principles themselves don't change. The uh, the realities that we're going to use uh, as a as a backdrop for these principles, well, that will change. We don't have. Uh, I don't. No one owns car. No one owns uh, cattle anymore. We have cars, but while the laws that were told regards to cattle, they have principles. Those principles are applicable to today's modern technology. So, a quick example that's in, that's been in the Orthodox community is um, about organ donations, and that the, the traditional view was always you don't desecrate a body in any way. And there are some Orthodox communities that say, you know, in order to save a life. Because back in those days, we didn't have the technology of being able to take a heart or a liver from one person to another. Mm-hmm. So there are some Orthodox rabbis who will say that this principle of pikuach nefesh, saving a life, is important enough to override this other question about um, the prohibition of desecrating a body. Right, but the principles themselves are, the principle, are unchanged. Exactly. The principle is life is sacred. Is sacred. So that was one of the reasons. Right, and the principles are all in the Talmud. Yeah. Yeah, the, the principles of Tukh Nefesh and of not desecrating a life are, are all set in stone already. They're not, they're immutable, not going to change. 
Um, and that means that there's no, oh, give me a second, John. Uh, that means that there's no adaptation. It means even, even things that are not popular, yeah, even things that are not popular, uh, if they're in the Torah, we don't believe in the scalpel. We don't believe in taking our, out sections of the Torah, even the ones that are, are not very politically favorable today, like homosexuality. The Torah says, the Torah is very clear about homosexuality, and as, as uncomfortable as we are today, well, that's what we have, it's the Torah. And the second you erase one line of the Torah, you erase the entire Torah itself. Because who are we to decide which, to- which parts of the Torah we want to keep and which parts are uh, because that they're, you know, they're, not, they're not favorable today, we want to just discard them. Yes, John. Ooh. You said in the Pittsburgh platform, they said don't go back to Israel? Uh, I don't We got the exact, it's very, it's very short. It, it, was a, it, it was about loyalty to the, the, the reform movement when it began. It was all about loyalty to where you live. So you pray in the language where you, you, you know, in Germany you pray in German, in America you pray in English. So loyalty to a country in the Middle East was not part of what it is. You know, we're talking 1870 something, whatever, um, and that's what that's what evolved over time. Where is it right? So it said that Israel is not your home. Be a Jew wherever you are, and be part of American Jewry in America, German Jewry in Germany, etc. We are. Yeah, but it was, was. I think it's more than that. I think it was a. It was a. It was a uh, departure of viewing Judaism as not as a nation. Because part of the line is we are no longer a nation. Right. Right. It was. A, there was about a ethical monotheism. It was about you know. But that that, that had that the, the reform movement has totally um, def- uh, yeah, changed its tone upon. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Joe. 